0: Buongiorno, and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. Buongiorno, my dear listeners. Now, before we dive into the new episode, I wanted to let you guys know that this month is actually marking five months since the launch of the Global Podcast. Now, we are now at 2,000 strong growing subscribers to the podcast, with listeners tuning in from the United States, Dubai, Tanzania, and Singapore. Now, to celebrate these five months, we're asking you, dear listener, to share a shot of yourself enjoying your favorite episode so far of the Global Podcast. Take a picture, tell us about it, and tag us on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as using the hashtag TheGlobalPodcast. The best picture will win a fun prize, and yes, we're quite proud of it, but you'll have to win to find out what it is. You can find us on Instagram with the handle at TheGlobalPodcast and Twitter by tagging our supporter consultancy firm at Pax Global. So send us your shots, and we look forward to seeing them. We really do, so send them along. On today's episode of the Global Podcast, we're taking a glance at the East and shedding some spotlight on Indonesia. Now, the country has been in the news recently given the latest elections, and we're going to take time to showcase what is happening in Indonesia to give you an idea of what this could mean for future sustainable development. And potential for diplomatic engagement in the coming years. Now, this election marks a monumental occasion given that just 21 years ago, the country had rid itself of the dictator Suharto following a drastic economic crash. Now, since then, Indonesia has proved itself to test the times by surviving internal conflict facing numerous natural disasters and even tensions targeted towards mainly minority groups, including ethnic Chinese communities of the urban areas. Now don't get me wrong, Indonesia still has some issues to sort out, but when it comes to e-commerce and development, the country is a rising star in the region and has been named back in 2013 as one of the mint countries that is comprising of Mexico, Indonesia, Nigeria and Turkey to be on the watch for. Now it's also safe to say that all those countries I just mentioned to you have some key issues going on on their home turf, but it's Indonesia that has managed to come out the least scathed. The rise of Indonesia has Poise itself as an opportunity for both impact investment and sustainable business. Much of this is in thanks to the country's administration. This can be credited to President Joko Widodo, casually called Jokowi, who has been labeled the Obama of the East for his push for reforms and progressiveness. Now, how progressive is up for debate, but he has seen more infrastructure development in the country, especially in Jakarta, which is a massive sprawl of a city. According to Chapman House, 99.2% of Indonesia allocated budget went on improving infrastructure, the most since independence from the Netherlands in 1945. And with his recent win for another term as president, the markets are hopeful he'll deliver on more reforms, especially with Indonesia's currency, the rupiah, strengthening to 0.6% this past week against the US dollar. However, what's worth keeping an eye on in this recent election and the coming months will be concerning Jokowi and two key issues. One, can he actually deliver on the reforms he has promised during the campaign? And two, the notice of his gradual gravitation towards more conservative Muslim influencers. Jokowi has been a leader for great progress in the country over the years, despite his imperfections. Because after all, who really is perfect? But many have accused them of overpromising and underachieving. As reported as well by Chapman House, Jokowi promised a GDP growth of 7% during his 2014 campaign, but only to be met with a stagnated 5% growth instead. And the promises he made for the grievances of indigenous people in one of the many Indonesian islands that form this giant archipelago have still yet to be resolved. Jokowi is adamant for more progression in his new mandate, but the issue is he's dealing with a very fragmented parliament who may not back his reforms and aren't as hopeful of him as before. And with economic analysis at Oxford Economics projecting an Indonesian growth of 5.1 per year from 2019 to 2027, it puts his ambitions to question. This could, however, prove to be an opportunity for impact investors and businesses with a sustainable mindset to fill in the gaps where the government is not able to respond to, especially when it comes to issues for mainly minorities in the sprawling islands that face key challenges towards development, especially given that the fact that the majority of the infrastructure growth and development has been focused on Jakarta over the past few years. At the same time, Jokowi has taken greater steps to appeal to the many conservative Muslims in the country, and in the running, he has named famed conservative Maruf Amin as Vice President. Amin is notorious in the country for his strict adherence to Islam and giving fatwas out like vouchers on a high street to everyone and anything. For Jokowi, this was a key move in order to win support from those who found him out of touch with Islam and a little bit too westernized, and so this serves as a good balancing act. However, many also feel this will cause more harm than good and may potentially put Jokowi at odds with key supporters who backed him for his Indonesian-styled progressiveness. Indonesia is a growing democracy indeed, and it's now reaching a critical stage in its maturity as a country. Jokowi has no doubt been a key contributor to Indonesia's rise, like the mythical Indonesian Garuda soaring into the skies of of success. But it's this new mandate of his presidency that will see if Indonesia can sustain it. And his ability to focus on maintaining both its values as a nation, while also working to ensure sustainable growth and empowerment for all citizens, will be held up to scrutiny in the coming years. These are indeed fun times for diplomacy and international development. And you can be sure that we're going to stick around to see how it goes and let you know of the opportunities and how you can also potentially contribute to sustainable development in the country where need be. So, stick around. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L .org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of Pax on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Join us next week for another edition, and until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!